0: Give
1: you a hundred dollars.
0: I the format so much you from Oh, hey, I saw that
2: headline. Yeah, that's right. So it's yeah. relatable. Yeah, that was foreshadowing, but not for then, for now when you go, oh yeah. He
0: went, Carter, he went to his brother's place, uh, John Carter Mars, went over to-
2: Mar- What we're finding out is Daphne is missing, okay? now Daphne was the fiance of a guy who's running for mayor now two weeks ago Daphne went missing and this guy dropped out of the mayor's race so he wants look now Daphne frequents AF what do I say Mike I don't want to say the wrong thing African American yeah that's fine okay or ethnic how about ethnic? He knows that Daphne frequents ethnic clubs, ethnic nightclubs. And this is one of those situations in which it probably didn't exist. Uh, like a speakeasy, but, but alcohol's legal, you know, so it's not the same thing. Uh, it's so therefore club. he could go to those places and find Daphne and Tom Sizemore cannot Albright.
0: So he's right into the detective work.
2: R- well, he's getting paid $100 to run and do a task. Get me a location on this
0: woman. Seems like detective work.
2: Oh, by the way, those were $1986,
0: uh, (laughs) the internet
2: tells me. Those were totally, those weren't silver certificates.
0: I was going to say, like, they look like it was for the 40s. I mean, everything else in this movie is like Los Angeles in the 40s. It looks glamorous.
2: Yeah, except look at the ground. Look how clean it is.
0: Oh, every movie sets like that.
2: There's not a lot of everything, every every card
0: is glimmering, everything is shiny, everything is like, yeah,
2: they just went to the car wash. All of those, look at those clean. (laughs) Did you say this is a
0: Hollywood movie? It's a Hollywood movie,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm here for Ben Ale. Now, right now, they're playing the Saturday Night Live song, you know. Well, you uh-huh. can tell by the way I use my walk. Are, are they playing
0: the Japanese version for
2: Bullet Train? Yes. Yes. So yes. oh, cool. That's why this this uh, this is bootleg. We'll play it. Oh, well, you can yes. tell by the way I oh, use oh, my, my walk. <laughs> so there's this white guy, and he knows about the club upstairs. So he's oh. trying to get upstairs, and they're like, "There's no club here. Get out!" Right. Right. Well, yeah. So then. Easy and her and this other guy named Junior, who's coming down, are just blabbing about the club right in front of the guy. He goes, oh, there's no club here."
0: But you were just talking about it. They play better than me. Did Easy go upstairs
2: already? Yeah, they let him right up, and they won't let this honky American—is that what you say? That one. That's what you're they saying.
0: That's what you're saying. Okay.
2: Listen, give me some size like, more, no, no size history. more history. And this is all the terms. Can I use the real terms?
0: No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Just be, deuce, deuce, be discreet, I guess. Oh, so okay. This is a famous to role, too. What's that? When we get Don Cheetos' role, like I have heard about his performance as
2: Mouse. Yeah, that's then, coming much later. That's coming much okay, later, right. and it's very, very okay. This is a Negro club. Is that okay to say? Because that's what they say. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm a pain in the ass because I'm paranoid. Coretta. You see Coretta? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be seeing Coretta. Wang, wank. Yeah. Okay, now... A coincidence happens. He sits down and they just bump into Coretta, who's the good friend of Daphne, in two seconds. You know what I mean?
0: So it's like... is this is one of those things, every Private Eye movie I see, and we've seen a bunch of them, it always begins with somebody who later becomes someone else or gets killed later saying, I need you to find my sister, my daughter, my aunt.
2: Yeah, that's the kind of thing that can happen. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And her name is Coretta and
2: uh or a picture.
0: Yeah, yeah there's a
2: picture. Yeah. That's what we got here, yeah. And then someone will be dead and another one will be missing, yeah. And the, the twist, he was really a she, you'll see.
0: Usually it's like, you get the money and then he turns on the news and there's an exploding car report. Yeah. And, and the he the makes a call. You got the money. There's nothing else to report. Oh, I can't, I can't. I must doggedly walk the ends of the earth to avenge this woman.
2: Can we sit down with y'all easy? Yeah, sure, baby. So he knows the club. Right, let me just put on a little while. You'll just see how they're talking.
1: This is about him getting fired. Any man without
2: his paycheck is showing up, sorry. <laughs> yeah, right, Buying them. alcohol out of a I got it, I got food case. No
0: oh, oh, so the club doesn't have any alcohol.
2: Something like money. that. It's an illegal club, so... It isn't prohibition time.
0: No, but I mean, they, they can't get caught selling alcohol if someone's walking around table by table.
2: <laughs> right, Because it's just because it's illegal. They don't have a liquor license, I guess. So now, y'all ever see anybody named Daphne? And then there's like, silence.
3: <laughs> oh, all right. What
2: are you, what, what you talking about, Easy? Look, he's signaling... Come talk to me over there. See, this is, I don't like this. It's so easy. Like, I'm looking but for the So you bump right. into a computer game. You bump into. But this is always, Netflix.
0: I mean, no disrespect to, to the Walter Mosley novels, which I haven't read, but a lot of times it always seems like the first act is a red herring, it's a misdirect, you know, and it seems like the case is closed, but in fact, he right. spotted this woman for, you know, the woman wasn't the woman who came into his office and. The victim the person he found finds out dead or you know something like that or isn't Mm -hmm. who you think it is
2: right mackenzie's still alive oh he had pulled one over on me
0: gulp he just came back from the war i mean is is that kind of well he has his house
2: well you see he just came back from the war but it's like a year old or something it's not like sure he's not all like there will be no flashbacks of a time during battle and
0: it's a little the the lighting's a little dark on me but it's not as bad as we did that one movie we watched together i couldn't mm-hmm. see anything but this i can but okay. i love the style of it the
2: the um basically basically what happened is the hus Husband or man, I don't know, his name's Junior, and he got so drunk uh, that he's basically going to fall down. Look what the director's doing with the mirror. Um, basically, he's finding out that she really is Daphne's confidante, so she wants to get close to her. But the thing is, she also wants to get close to him for sexual reasons. But... Well, yeah. So that's what's good for Denzel's favor. Now, look, we're putting a drunk husband away. Or or boyfriend, I'm not sure what.
0: Oh, before, I heard he, he was easy. Like, if you ever wanted to sleep with him.
2: Yeah, yeah, the answer is yes. Well, that's almost true in this movie. He will turn down one or two.
0: So before sex, she has to put away her drunk husband, her boyfriend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's a routine before sex. I remember being married to her. She would put away her husband.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Right.
2: (laughs) She was wearing sweatpants. It was not happening that night.
0: (laughs) You saw the sweatpants, he said, "Oh, damn it.
2: What movie was that from? Oh, uh, that's a great question. It's the one about dating. It's like. And things I hate about you, but it's not that, not at all. The dating one.
0: Oh, she's not that. He's not that. Yeah, into she's you.
2: just not that. He's just not that
0: into you. He's not that. Yeah, that guy's from San Francisco.
2: Rick Barons <laughs> wrote that book. Now she's like, "Come on, come on, let's do it." And he's like, "What are you talking about? Your girl, your 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 husband, right?" He won't hear anything. He's dead asleep. So the thing is, it's bad character of Easy to do this, but it makes us think he's cool.
0: Yeah. Now well, he. Denzel Washington. A... His name is Easy, and he. has, Easy, a... Eddie.
2: Yeah. She he has, has cool a spot.
3: Man.
2: She's. To wake up the husband. Now he she pulls off. And she's basically like, I'm not sure I want to do this with you. <laughs> it's just a very cheaty, cheaty time to do that kind of thing. Yeah, right?
0: No, no. I mean, good to be honest. It's not great.
2: <laughs> good so to be honest. So having sex with a woman and then she pulls it out and goes, I'm not sure I really should be doing this. You know? Well, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Really yeah. Respect. I respect that. Yeah, you gotta respect it. Because they're it. listening. Because they're listening to us right now. And you wanna get don't want to get called out in some argument. <laughs>
0: no, that's so crazy.
2: Okay, okay. No, I so, mean so,
0: it's mutual. You... It's 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 fun. If it's not fun,
2: it's not fun. We stop. <laughs> Never mind, you've led me into your we're actually doing okay, 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 good. Okay. So she is like all you care about is finding this Daphne, and he's like, "No, baby, it's all you. It's all you." Oh, listen, he, that's her spot. He hits it.
0: Okay. Listen.
2: Yeah. She she goes on and on about it, Mike.
0: Usually, when we have the closed captioning and there's any kind of noise, it says applause.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you hit my spot. Good job. Good job.
0: Yay, golf clap.
2: All right, so Denzel got information, okay? Um, oh, I'll say. <laughs> Daphne is like I guess in, a love interest of Frank Green. Frank Green, who's like this low-level low-level mobster. Do you
0: Basically, know who he is? He's Frank Green.
2: <laughs> I'm Mo Gr- I I Frank Green. I Okay, what he does is he like like knocks over a liquor truck or somehow robs liquor and then he goes to his local area where all the speakeasies are whatever they're called and sells it for like real dirt cheap and everybody knows frank green so he's like a low-level mobster gotcha wait what are you cutting down a tree for
0: whose house is that is that his own house
2: neighbor neighbor's tree right Get out of here with this what does it mean michael why would he be chopping down people's trees
0: he's he threw like i don't know maybe I, he hates squirrels mm-hmm. you know like it prevents squirrels to be like well there's no place to hang out
2: listen you live in la squirrel population
0: it's crazy i could hear them all the time yeah. skittering around yeah they're so- fine you you hear them on palm trees sometimes i saw one i looked up at a palm tree and there was some squirrel hanging out eating a nut it's crazy i'll tell you
2: it's crazy i'll tell you those squirrels nuts it's nuts i'll tell you
0: really it was nuts or it could be something else yeah big deal i like squirrels good 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 you ever watch that extreme cooking show where the guy hunts animals and eats them and he, one time he did squirrel uh
2: you know Like, we think that's gross, and it is, but at the same time, they're eating meat just like we do. It's just that we have accepted, if it's chicken or it's cows, for some reason, that's fine. But eating squirrel is gross. You will eat rabbit in Hassan Pfeffer or whatever, but...
0: Yeah, you don't want Theodore's glasses, you don't want to eat that. Like, you might eat his glasses, or...
2: But I mean, if we're eating lamb, that's okay. But if, you know, if we're even eating goat, it's it's okay.
0: But- I, I was over at uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks manager's house, Dave, uh, and yeah. I was eating squirrel and he got really yeah. He realized what I was eating and he went,
2: Alvin.
0: But it, by that point I had-
2: But wait, I don't get it. They're chipmunks.
0: Oh, they're chipmunks, right. I'm thinking squirrels. Same fucking thing. They're right. It's not Albert and the squirrels.
2: No, chipmunks are the same thing as mice. That's okay.
0: Oh, this is the Wait, old fisherman's pier.
2: Is, yeah, Malibu. All oh, right. So basically, Tom Albright, ca- I mean, the guy, the character's name is Albright. Albright called and said, You got any information? He goes, Yeah, yeah. It's a b- b-. And he goes, Wait, we don't talk on the phone. Let's go down to the. So he says, Meet me in Malibu and hangs up the phone.
0: We meet me at the Malibu monger.
2: Now, this is just some person, random person, and she's Who looking at the there. water. Yeah, and they're talking about the ocean, you know. And then like it's like your friends are looking for you, and he goes, Oh, they don't even care. I'm just here because my mom told my sister to take me. All she wants to do is smoke cigarettes and kiss boys. <laughs> so then these two are like hey hey n-word you know who are you talking you know and she's like we're just talking shut up and basically it'll turn into a racial ugly racial thing where are you from texas houston texas i'm from massachusetts Oh whoa whoa! Wait a minute. What is she doing with that guy? Leave us alone, Charlie. Yeah, we're just talking. I don't want any trouble. Well, you got it. That's all this is. Um, uh, this this movie actually lost money. It was um. They spent twenty seven million on it, and they only made twenty two. I think it's,
0: it's whoa, bad, it's bad. He pulled a gun on him.
2: Yeah, that's right. And this is really a gratuitous scene. He's basically like, um, you know, he, make, he makes him suck Denzel Washington's dick. Like it's it's not necessary. Uh, I, I think this he movie. gets the point, Albright. I'll kill you. Now, it doesn't really happen. All of a sudden, Albright's like, Ha ha! You were really gonna do it! Get out of here, punk! That kind of thing. We don't really need this scene. Anthony Quinn! Oh, <laughs> Anthony Quinn's calling you? I'm busy!
0: He knows. He knows he's talking to me. Tell him I said hi. Oh, Anthony's
2: happy. like on this uh, health kick, right? Um, and he goes, comes to me. He's like, "Carl, do you want to play squash?" And I was like, "Anthony Quinn, how can you play squash?" And he was like, "Well, I just sit on you.
0: <laughs> it squashes you. Gotcha. That's great."
2: Okay, so now he's conveying the information. She's likes Frank Green, and they're at this address, and you know, it's uh, the Sky Palmler, eighty third, and you know, I don't know. And he's like good too. job easy here's another fucking hundred dollars now that is okay he will make um what's equivalent to today's forty million forty thousand dollars in this movie by people giving right. him a hundred here and two hundred there he's going to make forty seven thousand forty seven hundred dollars which today's money it's not in front of me but it's around forty thousand dollars
0: okay. So he's full-on doing detective work for for Sizemore, for Aldrich. Right.
2: What is this, cops? Holy cow.
0: Yeah, you can't have, listen, cop. Listen, uh, private detective.
2: (laughs) Don't be, listen, dick.
0: (laughs) Listen, dick. Listen, flatfoot.
2: Who are you calling dick? A dick.
0: Listen, P.U. He's a, he's a
2: last movie Blackfoot. we saw the cop had the irish right yeah but that was just stereotype but they were in los angeles with that in new york that would be true that accent not in los angeles
0: well they're in los angeles right now in this film oh right you're right the last one was also los angeles
2: yeah so why would they have an irish speaking cop just because you're supposed to that's that's a myth of it's it's true for new york city and like the 1890 through 1920, you know, they were all Irish.
0: Were they, they didn't join? I saw gangs in New York. They must've been I like a, a cool know. Irish gang.
2: Uh, what I mean to say is um, one of the, prof- uh, Irish couldn't get work in New York City when they came here. We're missing the film. So there, one of the jobs they could get was cop. They'll take, a, gotcha. the town would take them. And so many of them became, okay. So they're asking questions about who? Find, huh? What are they asking easy about? Where were you last night? Why? Because Coretta is dead. Coretta is dead. That's what we're
0: finding out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fucked
2: up. Was it the husband? Uh, the husband was not killed. No, just Coretta. They were uh, and it was looks like they were looking for something, but they're not. I'm revealing that to you for this. It's just here.
1: what where did you go when you left miss james wait 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 wait. what are you talking about you ain't gonna be waking up where'd you go where'd you go i was i had a hangover oh you had a hangover yeah i went home
2: whack but look what easy does he got a shot in
0: sure good of lapd
2: Put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Everybody put your hands in the air.
0: Yeah. (laughs) oh, Here's my apartment. That's where, that's my apartment right behind them.
2: That's your apartment? Okay, so a car pulls up. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Is this Sizemore? No, it's a cop car.
2: Oh, that, that was like more of the N-word torment went on outside, and it was. It was cops razzing him, coming out of yes. a, jail, a, a jail. Okay, so now, hes you know what he's remembering? It's my spot. That's what he's remembering. My spot. You're hitting my spot. Mike, hop on the lust wagon here.
0: Well, I'm saying, like, if if, uh, there was a circumstance, unfortunately, like, yeah, I would probably remember that, too, I guess.
2: (laughs) Okay, get in the car. But it's not one of those get in the car, the boss wants to see you kind of things. It ends up being that mayor.
0: Oh, Cooper or whatever the guy's name was? No, wait, wait, Carter.
2: Mayor Matthew Terrell. Now, this guy we know from Meatballs 3.
0: He's Sally Kellerman?
2: Yes, it's that guy who was Mr. Potato Head. Wow. Wait, am I I, I'm right. It's the same person, right? Do I have it right?
0: Mr. Potato Head from Meatballs 3.
2: No, no, no. That was, I meant War Games. I think he was also in War Games. I have them right here. Uh, Yeah, yeah, 1983, War Games, My Cousin Vinny, Hero, Beethoven, Second, Mouse Hunt, Harriet the Spy. Um,
0: By the way, if you go see,
2: yes. Important. You see the little kid? Yeah. Okay, important to our plot, okay? Is he hiding in the
0: car? Oh, he's the... Is, Is... is Denzel Washington
2: hiding in the car? The no, car pulled up. A little kid. Uh no, he's he's saying he's his adopted son, which is maybe or maybe not true. Do you remember as the biker gang in Meatballs 3?
0: Sure, yeah. It's a big fuzzy guy. Yeah. Oh, all right. Big fuzzy Very cool. Yeah, I recognize him. He's a little mm. clean shaven,
2: right? Doesn't he usually have this crazy beard? Uh no, I don't know. I don't think so. No, he's usually clean-shaven. Um right. Trailer Park Boys, he was chief of police. He was in Mouse Hunt with Nathan Lane and a lot of people oh, say Oh right, so him. he
0: was the other chef, right? Oh, I got to see Mouse Hunt. Yeah. Forget jaws. I'm going to see Mouse Hunt. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, like, There's a rat in the kitchen. What am I going to do? There's a rat in the kitchen right and they're like yeah. oh i'm gonna fix that right that's what I'm. well gonna... they were
2: yeah it was under vent it was the hotel was undergoing renovation you know and it was his big business venture and everything was going to task but he had to keep doing stuff because this mouse was we got to get rid of this mouse and then the health inspector's coming that's it today <laughs> i get rid of the mouse
0: <laughs> what? oh but let me guess they don't get rid of the mouse
2: that's right. That's right. Yes. You know, and like hilarity ensues, and when walls fall over. Okay. Basically, this guy is also looking for Daphne. Okay, everybody wants to find Daphne, who's been missing. Basically, he's like, "I'm I'm the next mayor, and we'll give you money for." i don't know he's got a vested interest in fight now the person who's opposing him for the race for mayor was the boyfriend of daphne you see and when Mm. daphne disappeared two year uh, weeks ago he dropped out of the race i guess you know that backstory i'm not sure why i'm repeating it i saw the headline (laughs) twice twice
0: we see some movies where the headline is like so cheesily placed
2: i mean that was pretty cool I would click that link on that headline. See what that yeah. article says.
0: Oh, small fan. I'm a small fan of okay. yours, Carl. Oh, look. Military history. Is there a voiceover going?
2: Yeah. Uh, not like a detective. He's being tortured by Daphne. Um, He's been tortured by Coretta's death. It's not like his... He is doing throughout the whole thing the... uh, Now, who is it on the phone? Who is it on the phone?
0: Is it Tom? (gasps) Did you hear it? No.
2: It's Daphne Monet! It's Daphne! You're looking for... Oh,
0: how funny. What a coincidence. I was looking for you. (laughs) I was just about to
2: call you. Right. Now, this is pre-internet. This is pre-phone book, practically. How does, because he's not listed in the phone book, how does she have his number? That's
0: a great question. And she wants to meet with him? It's a trap. Is it really her?
2: It's really her. It's the Ambassador Hotel. Whites are not, whites only on this level. So therefore, the bellboy is getting paid to sneak him up
0: Well, they get caught, they're going to blame it on the bellboy. Right. That's another Every... movie I got to watch. Blame it on the bellboy, which came <laughs> out probably two years before this film.
2: Paul Rubens just passed away. He would have been very good as, you remember that bellboy film in that, like uh, Was it blame it on the bellboy? No, it was the one in which there were four different stories and Madonna was in it. And Yeah, sure. Four rooms. I saw that yeah, up yeah, that yeah. night. I think Paul Rubens would have killed that. Okay, here's Daphne, okay? And, of course, you know that that's um, Jennifer uh, Beals. Beals. It's uh, it's a maniac, maniac at your door. Flashdance. Flashdance, yes. But she was actually in My Bodyguard in 1980. I love that film.
0: She was in Four Rooms, Carl. Is that the reason why you're bringing it up? She was in two yes. of the
2: rooms. Yes, yes. Her
0: her husband directed one of the rooms, right? And I know that. had her character show
2: up in his room. Yeah, I know that from my research, which I did on her.
0: <laughs> Class dance is a classic. I was just talking to somebody. He's like, "I never heard of that film." I go, "Well, take your lucky stars." I brought it up. <laughs>
2: OK, so. She she they've met at the Ambassador Hotel, right? And basically she, she wants to go meet a man named Richard McGee, OK? Um, and then she wants to go to Terrell. So Terrell is, the you know, the one who dropped out of the race. So why don't you call Terrell's people in range to pick up? Because I want to make a stop on the way. She what it is, is she wants to recover Coretta wrote a letter to someone, and she's got to go get it back. It's a pretty important letter at 4 a.m., you know? Right. So if like the mayor is involved. Well, it's, the, it's a candidate for the mayor. And actually, the mayor is involved in what the letter talks about. So... Anyway, now there's the first time Denzel will turn down sex with a woman.
0: Well, last time she died.
2: Yeah. Uh, nah. Pass. You're going to have another drink. She was like, Why don't you search me and find out? Then he starts approaching. And then she, yeah. Listen, Miss Rollins. Call me easy.
0: All the girls do. I would not, I don't know. Easy's all right. I, if someone's name is Easy, I would
2: have to call him Sleazy after a while. <laughs> right. If you were in elementary school with him, junior oh, high. Oh, just like
0: hanging out. Hey, sleazy so,
2: Sleazykiel. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Ezekiel. Laurel Canyon.
0: Going up to Laurel Canyon in the 1940s. That's pre yeah, that's-
2: Papa's. That's pre Joni Mitchell. It's pre the whole scene. It's pre-King of the Mountain.
0: <laughs> That's right, that movie we saw. There'll be no one raising around there.
2: That's right, Holland Drive. Okay, so Richard McGee has something. We don't know what it is. They, he's got the letter, but he's got something else important. They just wanna go, um, Claretta's dead because of it. Uh, Because somebody was searching for the letter, and Daphne's not talking about what's in the letter and and what is this thing they're all, what they have. But she, of course, knows she's where it originated. Right. Now she's crying over Claretta.
0: Yeah. His poor husband, too, He wakes up, the cops are there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. it happened? Well, you went in an was, affair while you were sleeping.
2: Right. See, that's yeah, bad yeah. about Claretta, right? So, but it's okay because it was the hero of her movie, right? The
0: cops interrogated him. I mean, and they let him go.
2: Yes. Yes. Well, they did. They did. You're right. He He's a person of interest, he's a suspect.
0: He's a suspect. He's not gonna leave LA County. I suspect is
2: not. Uh oh. Uh
0: cop. Laurel Canyon. Here we come.
2: Laurel Canyon, here I come. Right back where I started. Oh, it's uh look UCLA. Is,
0: it, is this Muhammad Drive uh, Muhammad Drive? Is this yeah. Muhammad Drive? Holland drive. Mullen.
2: And is this make out point?
0: <laughs> and did I just run out of gas? Can you believe it? That's <laughs> that settled. I told because you that Henny thriller. Youngman. Henny Youngman has a joke. This couple's driving and the car sputters out right on makeout lane. And he goes, Can you believe it? Our car sputtered out right on makeout lane. And the woman, we're out of gas. The woman pulls out a flask, and he goes, "Hey, you know how to party? What is in there, Jid?" She Says no gasoline.
2: Yeah, it's gasoline. (laughs) (laughs) Now, they go over to McGee, Richard McGee's house to get the, but what uh, get the letter? But what are they finding? A ransacked home and a dead man. Yikes. Yeah, it's so private eye. And it's at Los Angeles, the
0: foreboding house, the foreboding location.
2: That's right. Foreboding. Foreboding. By the way, on the TV's like a sitcom and the internet's like TV stations had all been off were off the air at this time of night. Not up internet. It's a movie.
0: We all know in the 1940s QVC turned on after hours.
2: <laughs> oh my god i'm 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 acting i'm acting
0: at least they they're they smell the dead body you got to give the movie credit
2: okay now he's gonna see these cigarettes they're mexican cigarettes and that's the kind that junior smokes now when they went look he recognized Parliament lights parlamente el parlamente like uh, it's zap attack lights okay
0: that that's some real detective work
2: <laughs> that's the man that they wouldn't let upstairs okay so it's not really it just shows that junior was there do you remember the man they wouldn't let upstairs because he was yeah like right funky american
0: That's that's right i do remember so that's he came who- in killed somebody left a pack of cigarettes of the only brand that the the, the guy smokes and a detective walks in, finds the cigarettes, and goes, Wait a minute.
2: Right. So he believes that Junior killed this man. Now Daphne was like, ah, a dead person, and just drove away and left him stranded. That's
0: right. She peeled out of there.
2: She, Jessica, peeled out. She peeled out. Uh oh. Okay, now he's home, but who's inside? Right, the door is open.
0: Pops? Uh... Nope. Henchman. N-
2: yes. Tough guys? Albright! Hey, buddy. listen, you can't be in my house. Now, let's see if the subtitles do the explicative N-word. All right. Yeah.
0: Oh, it didn't. Good. But that's Tom Sizemore speaking. He's not friendly anymore.
2: Well, no. What happened is his information was all wrong. They went over to Frank Green's place. But Frank Green had moved out of there like months earlier. So it was like nothing, no lead at all. They so
0: killed now, someone else? What? But then they see the, the body was Frank Green,
2: right? No, no. Frank Green is the mobster who's who's like dating Daphne. Got it. But they went over to Richard McGee's house and he had Claretta's letter. Okay. Is this too sorted? No,
0: I get it. I had to to figure it out a little bit in my head. Colonel Mustard
2: was in the den with the candlestick. Mm. Are you sure? Let's open it up. (laughs) That's my guess. Okay, I'll let you hear the tough guy stuff. Oh, that's tough.
0: <laughs> you ever play Clue with a little mini shredder, like you shred the <laughs> uh, the answers, and now you'll never know. My baloney
2: gets stuck in my bowler. With that popcorn, so he wrote down the address where. Just give me some whiskey. it was a very good film if you're not watching it with a uh, scene if you're not yeah. watching it with us and you get to this point and he goes get it you damn self and they all laugh like it was it's a it's a, tension breaker it's a stress breaker
0: this is like a good movie so far yeah usually when i say that we're like oh thank god
2: well it's but a good one... movie but at the same time it's like a ho- hollywood movie and sometimes it's doing easy cheap things like the voiceovers and well you know the, the problem is, is like if you're a fan
0: of film noir movies you're a fan right detective novels you are a fan and you watch the, you know, what you're movies. getting, you're
2: right. It's a known commodity.
0: So when you do a neo noir, you know, and this is like, you're using like a classic Walter Mosley novel and it's in Los Angeles. There's certain rules you want to hit certain notes you want to hit. And uh-huh. maybe the audience doesn't want to go to the movies to see it. I doubt it. It's Washington, uh-huh. you know?
2: Well, yeah even though this movie lost money, it was a hit in a real sense. I mean, it made $22 million. The, yeah. the thing is they just messed up with their budget. They spent more than they took in. But I mean, to do 22 at a box office shows, this wasn't a bomb in that sense.
0: And even, yeah, and this played like all the time
2: on cable. Okay, so basically they want Daphne again, okay? He didn't let go that he was with Daphne. Now here's our mayor, okay? And it's election time, so he's going to make a speech. And look to the left is the little insignificant peon little person, Easy.
0: Oh, right, but he sees him. That's a nice shot. I don't know that
2: he saw him. I don't know that he saw him. Well, Easy saw him. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody did, he's like Caesar.
0: That was all in one take it went from the parade to easy to easy going into this bar
2: now this is joppy this is the first place he was at at the beginning looking at the newspaper trying to find a job and seeing right. that terrell had dropped out of the race he's putting two, two and two together and daphne was led to, Joppy led Daphne to, you know, gave him his phone number, arranged that he would be finding her, like set it all up. And I don't understand his logic. It's like, I knew you needed some money. I was helping you. Now look, he's wrecking up the marble. He's like, my father gave that to me. Yeah. He died. He goes, you better talk.
0: (laughs) He found a weakness. Not the marble, you know, thinking about that marble, a lot of people take it for granted. Uh, granite, <laughs>
3: granite,
0: granite. That's the Nick, you know, who told me that joke? Nick Danzig.
2: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: that's a Nick Danzig joke.
1: Look at me, I am your
3: friend.
0: See the boxing? so He's the bartender, is gonna give some information.
2: Well, it's more like he put two and two that you led me to them. Like you tr- you made it happen so that I would be involved in this. And now we're just finding out like he really was just trying to help him, get him some money. He doesn't, you know,
3: right. it,
2: it's a weird turn for the script to take, but it's interesting in that it's like, it's a false leader. He's not going to f- find Daphne through him.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like when he finds out there's a bigger story, a bigger picture that he's just upon, they always say like, why would you give me the case in the first place? Right. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, is this a movie theater? A movie studio? No, it's a fancy
2: house. (laughs) It's a fancy house. And um, the car wash fairy came through. (laughs) Not It's that quality production (laughs) that
0: Hollywood offers. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they just coincidentally trimmed these hedges. They just did it. What about
0: the color composure? I mean, it looks gorgeous, Mm -hmm, right? The muted colors. It's just, I mean, granted, I'm
2: watching a YouTube version. Everything is muted, but. Okay, now Terrell, who dropped out of the race, right? Yeah. Um, He's just going straight to him. He hired Albright to find Daphne. So he's just going straight to him. He goes, yeah, I'm here about that little chippy he's been running around with. Whoa, whoa! This oh,
3: way.
0: Yeah. This yeah. way.
2: Tough guy talking. Extend the
0: erpiche. I wanna hear it, man. Too much going on for me to give a damn about what you
1: think
2: is smart. That is really ballsy. So now we meet Terrell, and Terrell will be like wimpy, but smart. Is it Ned Beatty? Yes, it is Ned Beatty.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's probably the other, like, big star on the the poster, right?
2: Wait, I think I have the names wrong. Excuse me. I think I was calling him Terrell. Terrell's the other guy. This is Carter. This is Carter. Yeah, excuse me. Do I recognize that guy? He's running against Terrell and dropped out of the race.
0: It's Christopher, uh, is that the Waiting for Guffman guy?
2: No. um let's see here todd carter terry kinney all right i did not research him i just didn't have the time i just yep it's a hard week this week
0: does he look like uh squiggy oh no he looks like a, I don't
2: well lenny okay. and squiggy together like both of them in one person yeah maybe he's liggy
0: <laughs>
2: all these nice houses. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, so now we find out that Albright was not hired by Carter. And we Told put you. together that he was really hired by Terrell. And remember, Terrell picked up Washington, also Denzel, and right. uh, Ian wanted to find out where Daphne is. It's always been about Terrell.
0: I knew that because you kept saying Terrell's name instead of Carter. So I knew something was up.
2: Yeah, that was dumb.
0: Now is this like a bigger story about, is this a story about Los Angeles and corruption?
2: No, it's a story about Terrell, the mayor's, uh, deep dark secret, his disgusting, gross thing that would ruin him. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. He liked the Fantasy Island movie. Thought Michael Peña did a good job.
2: And if that gets out, no one will respect him.
0: No one will show him the respect if they know about the Peña movie.
2: Now, what Easy gets out of this thing is another person who's like, I will give you, he says, I will give you $1,000 to find Daphne. And he's like, I'll take 200 up front. No, I'll take it in cash. Uh, let me let you hear a little. Okay.
0: What?
1: What? You run it right now. I think you're trying to take advantage of me. Let me inform you. something. Incumbent mayor, the chief of police, close personal friends of mine. They eat my $200. Good, Mr. Carter. and they can help us
0: find it. Do you what? accept monopoly money? No, I do not. Damn
3: it. <laughs> I have backs to write
1: you out a check. To why you start running for man I'll have Baxter write you. Right. Why is Matthew Terrell looking for Daphne too? Baxter.
2: Will write now, this I don't understand. Help me listen to this. He goes, "Here, take it all." Take it all. Just
0: take it all. 1000.
2: Is that right? That's what you hear too, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the film, he's going to pay him again, and I thought he but the very first time I watched it, I thought he was it Was the 200 plus?
0: Maybe he gave him 200 and said, Here, take it all. Like
2: yeah, that's that. right. I'm not clear about that. Does he have a thousand dollars in his pocket right now or 200? And it matters to like motivation. Oh, here's the voiceover Matthew Terrell, the man running for mayor against
0: It is a detective story. They're allowed to have narration.
2: Doesn't this sound like the Ghostbusters music?
1: <laughs> I trucks liquor. Na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na-na-na.
0: Na-na-na-na-na-na. Not the I theme the song. Not us, the right theme song. But the
2: oh, I don't. During the film, bussing makes me feel good. <laughs>
0: too hot to handle. Too cold to hold. Carl Cole calls the Ghostbusters. it gets on
2: the phone. Okay. What he's doing right now, he's got to find Daphne. So he knows that Frank Green is the way to find Daphne, right? Right. What we're now going to see is a montage of of scenes in which he shows up at a place that would buy liquor from Frank Green and says, Hey, Frank Green told me to come see you, Frank Green said so. And they're like, sir, I don't know any Frank Green. Shut up. So he's going from place to place going, come on, let's get Frank on the phone right now.
1: Can I get a Can I get a, can, can, I I get a beer? Beer?
2: can I get a beer? You see how he's just like being an asshole? He does yeah, that right. every replace He's trying to get noticed by Frank Green. This guy's coming around asking about right. he knows that Frank Green will be reaching out to him. I That's don't know. A private private detective
0: does that. You gotta keep hitting the accelerator button until somebody goes, All right, stop.
2: <laughs> now he comes home and it's ax chopper a tree chopper downer guy and he's like is easy easy ezekiel ezekiel and he's ignoring him he's trying to warn him there's a man in the house um oh
0: this is not tree related tree right. adjacent what
2: there's a man so here's my thing why didn't he just go there's a man Ezekiel no he just had to get his attention first right yeah.
0: Well, he got to the point where he really is knocking the shit out of the guy. He, he got to the point where he didn't want to oh, talk to this, the street chopper.
2: This is Frank Green, and I didn't tell you about it, but all throughout the film, he's, like, he, he's great with a knife. That's what we keep learning about. Now he's got the knife. So if you were watching this without us, you would get that. It was like, oh, no, he's <laughs> now he's got the knife.
0: We're too busy talking about Nick Danzig.
2: Now, yeah, that's right. Um, Moot. Mouse is about to show up. He called for Mouse when Terrell came, uh, when Albright came to his house and was like muscling him. Get get the bourbon, you damn self, you know? Look, he's cut, but Mouse shows up. Now Mouse is real trigger happy. Ready to shoot this guy.
0: But this is his house. He's not gonna shoot him in the house, is he?
2: Yeah. Don't shoot him, don't shoot him.
0: Yeah, don't shoot him.
1: maybe don't know where she is, but hey,
2: can help Damn, if
0: I had a knife to my neck, I would I wouldn't be able to talk.
2: Mouse, please don't kill this guy. Now, someone's calling on the phone and Mouse is like, Yeah, he'll have to call you back. <laughs> But you know who it is? It's Daphne. So they blew an opportunity. That was Daphne.
0: He was. He is busy right now.
2: He is, but a rich man is willing to pay a $1,000 to talk to Daphne. And she was on the phone. You get it? Right. Watch this. Watch this. He puts his gun away. We think. Right?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Why do you say we think?
2: We think. Because he's got another gun. <laughs> no, no! He Out of the house! Damn it, damn it, mouse! <laughs> <laughs> what he did is he just shot him. He grazed him on the shoulder, like uh-huh. to get him to talk, kind of thing. I got blood on my coat. This is an expensive coat, easy.
0: It's his house. There's blood in his house.
2: Now at this how point, complain, how do you explain
0: that during Passover? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's over for Thanksgiving.
2: That's right. You put, put the, the lamb's blood. Okay, no, yeah, that's right. supposed to get Passed over. So now he's changing his mind. Never mind. On, you can help need me. Your kind of help, Mouse. I don't need your kind of help. I look at
1: you. Man, got a damn smile in your neck. Now, this, now, this you is
2: before boogie night. He was not a superstar. A Regular
1: movie in my house. Five minutes and you done shot somebody already, Mouse.
0: Come on, easy. Come in on this thing, man. Well, it's 1995. Everyone was so we're all so young back then.
2: But I mean, he would go on to be in the cinematic universe, and I'm just saying for the audience, this is pre, oh, right. pre Everyone knows you don't know Don Cheadle's name in this. You're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I see that. I guy. think
0: Boogie Nights. He was really good, and I think that yeah. I think he got a lot of notice
2: off of that. Yeah, that I wouldn't say made him, but yes. Why is he not jumping up here? I just had him. Easy. Oh, here he is.
0: Um, well, we you know, can you name the movie we saw him in on our show? No. One of his first roles was the burger guy at the end of Moving Violations. All oh. the cars go through the drive-in, and he goes, here's your order. Here's your order. Even though, like, all these cars get rammed through.
2: Okay. So... I don't... Hamburger Hill, Rocket, uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, Rose, The Legend of Earl the... I don't know. But then was Boogie Nights and Bulworth.
0: Bulworth. Yeah, the movie was terrible.
2: (laughs) I enjoyed it. But anyway, after that, he's... After Boogie Nights, he skyrocketed. He was in the Ocean's Eleven trilogy. And, you know, he ended up eventually in Iron Man 2. And and we know him from... The cinematic universe.
0: I haven't watched... I'm not up to speed, but I think his character was an alien all along. Uh It was a scroll.
2: Okay, so what's happened now is they went over to that uh, rich guy. He's dead, uh, and like they want to pin the murder of Coretta and the rich... Frank Frank Green? No, not Frank Green uh McGee Richard McGee
0: oh Richard McGee yeah
2: They found him dead Coretta's dead so now they're gonna book him on double murders and he's basically like give me 24 hours to clear my name because they know he didn't really do it and he could find the real guy is what he's proposing to them so now oh, well, they're I listening third act he's got 24 hours to clear his name cool okay now as you know he found the cigarettes at he knows that junior killed mcgee he thinks okay so that's his next stop
0: well who's this is this junior or who, who just pulled up
2: uh oh. no it's definitely not Junior. oh wait oh it's not uh, oh sorry 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 he's like we're they're going to see junior right now like we know you killed him I've been watching, and I think these cheese need to get chopped. It's so stupid.
0: He helped, he saved his life. He said, "There's a guy on your porch."
2: Right. He said he didn't really save his life, but he didn't. He didn't get any respect for trying to warn him. You're right.
3: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Look how everything's so clean and pristine. It's so Hollywood. It be, it's cool. It's. On the bottom left, there was dirt. Did you see it? Look how. Yeah. Look, this is a real. This is a real location. Look. I know it's cool,
0: but they they made it so it looks like the forties or whatever.
2: <clears throat> uh, what I meant to say is, I was look how it's all peeled. Maybe they yeah. didn't redo make this whole thing. It's a.
0: That there are locations like this in Los
2: Angeles. Okay, so maybe it is. Okay, basically it's Junior. Oh, hey, Mouse. Well, they know each other from Houston. It's part of the backstory that I haven't been conveying. Right. There's this story about like, Mouse got him involved and he did absolutely murdered somebody's relative and I'm not telling you the backstory because it kind of doesn't matter. He's an old friend and a criminal come to help easy. Now they're basically accusing him. You killed McGee, but we find they out. He... <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, how did the cigarettes get there? He, he drove him home. <clears throat> the guy got soused drunk. And so he drove him home as a favor to the club and put him in the house. And then like some people were there and the real killers, he basically dropped his cigarettes as he left kind of thing. Sit down, we want to talk with his gold teeth. <laughs> so he he was given a letter from Coretta to deliver to Daphne from this guy, and that and he dropped him off. Okay, I already told you the backstory. We're now going to go to the um the husband or or boyfriend, remember that Cloretta was cheating on? And uh-huh. uh, basically find Coretta's Bible. That's- Oh. And that's the big along secret. With the letter, yeah.
0: And it says, John Carter is a terrible man.
2: <laughs> no, Terrell is the terrible man. It has oh. pictures of Terrell with little boys oh yeah so who's the
0: devil in the blue dress is that jessica biels
2: yeah but she's not a devil but yes
0: well i mean it's a song too you know you can't say woman who wears a blue dress woman <laughs> with a blue dress on
2: <laughs> she's not a bad guy but she is it's complicated
0: air quotes devil with the air quotes devil
2: with the blue dress on what a good movie this is in terms of its hollywood style like what we just saw out their window it's like you're really back in time
0: you know you, you say it's hollywood but it also kind of just celebrates los angeles like to get to see like a view you know like a honest try to as honest view of what it looked like at the time
2: yeah uh i don't know that it's an honest view but it's
0: You saw the houses.
2: Well, we saw what they think it looks like. You know what I mean? Like we saw kids playing in the street and I don't know. It's not a historic.
0: No, it's it's not. not But, you know, it's sincere. It's
2: grounded. Yeah, it puts you there. Basically, it's like, I can't believe someone would want to kill her like that. And he's going to say stuff like, I knew she, you know, like he. You remember he cheated with her, right? So he's right in front of her, and he, he's going, uh, "She never wanted anybody but me," and he's crying, and he's looking at him like, "Am I?" He be didn't a-
0: know that, that that he was the last guy he slept with.
2: Yeah, she, she slept with yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Demme was going to direct this. He liked it so much, but he was the one to make the choice to defer uh, to uh, Carl Franklin. And also he produced it. Jonathan Demi produced it.
0: Oh, very cool. Demi passed away. Yeah. Oh, frankly, I, I haven't seen all his films, to be honest. I, I saw the, the woman, Billy Bob Thornton from the nineties. So mm-hmm. the rental theater.
2: I saw talking heads.
0: Stop making. Oh, well, a- that's, that's Jonathan Demi, Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that's like good food. Most of the poos.
2: So now we're saying the cops told him that my baby fought. I, I'll let you hear his broken.
3: Okay. <laughs> can't sleep. I can't act. I still keep seeing her face
1: that morning before I went to work. Junior here just came by the house and she's running out carrying her Bible.
2: Hey, uh, the
3: Bible. Keep this for me, baby.
2: Now he knows that might be what they're looking oh, for.
1: Please won't even let me go the
2: house. Oh Carl, have you heard about the good news? <laughs> the go shout there. it on the mountain, Mike.
0: I just want to ask you listen, if you're not a good Christian, you don't have to talk to me. I mean, it's fine.
2: <laughs> if you're content to be in it with an eternal damnation, I'll just leave you alone. I don't want to bother you.
0: Look here, I put it in the uh, dresser drawer of, of your next hotel visit. Why'd you take a look?
2: Easy's like, um, Mouse is like, drink up, drink up.
0: The big drink.
2: Now oh. look how much he drank. Now he's totally unconscious. So what did they have the opportunity to do? Find this Bible. So he's searching for the Bible and he will find it.
0: Yeah, meanwhile, God's above shaking his head.
2: There it is. A Bible. So now in the bible he finds letters and pictures the letter of that Claretta had it was basically to i mean this guy of course would lose the race immediately and
0: sure if this secret got out carl mm-hmm. it would be the end of Terrell.
2: oh are you doing him <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's always some guy the, who says that he's oh,
2: kiss? now i think the director oh. really hit us over the head with that Whoa, boy, is you crazy or is you drunk? I'm not
0: drunk. where are they go? Oh, he's taking mouse with him. you
2: no, drunk. you right. we'll see who's
0: <laughs> drunk. I am watching. now, watch it How many guns do you have on your mouse?
2: Yeah. Who wanna call me
1: out, he ain't even got no gun out there. No. You're You're better be scared, goddammit, I'll kill him. He will then. If he ain't out, you
0: better
2: tell him. <laughs> Don't kill him. He's talking about getting out of getting shot here, so it's like a very intense scene, you know?
0: Right. the drunk dude
2: he just keeps pointing guns at whoever now their attention's on him so he's got him look at his eyes are closing yeah now imagine his finger just goes click
0: well that's the dangerous part (laughs) there we go
2: put gun away so denzel has left him stranded
0: Just those guys with the guns.
2: Now you can see why like Claretta got killed and, uh, Rich, what's his name? Got killed because it's, this is high stakes. Now this is pretty cool. They
0: introduced the secret, you know, with well within 40 minutes left in the movie.
2: Well, we got more secrets.
0: Oh, all right. (laughs) I was gonna say that was pretty cool, but there's more secrets.
2: Okay, so now he's back home. He thinks, okay, he thinks that maybe um, Albright is back in the house, just like before. But no, it's actually Daphne in her blue dress. Oh, Daphne (laughs) in her blue dress dress on. Now we find our second dark secret. Okay.
0: She didn't like shooting flash (laughs) dance.
2: That's right. And you're going to hear all about it on E! Entertainment Network. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So there's evidence out there against Terrell, right? And that would ruin him. But Terrell got evidence against Carter, okay? And they forced him to drop out of the race, we're going to find out. And that evidence is that Frank the, is not her lover, it's her brother or her half-brother. They have different dads, okay? Okay. So, yeah. So, um, their mother is Creole, uh, but her father was white. And so, therefore, she basically looks white, but she's half, they use the term colored, I don't. And so Terrell, he were going to expose that unless uh, Carter dropped out of the race. And so he did.
0: She was having an sexual relationship with her stepbrother?
2: No. That, All right. The, like, how are they associated? They just assumed that she was seeing him. But really, it was her brother.
0: Gotcha. I see. Oh, the scandals. So Scandalous. Much- so much mm-hmm. scandal. Ah, enough of the scandal. Scandalous. Like tomorrow...
2: <clears throat> tomorrow, I'm going to jail if I don't find out who killed Green. Killed her. I'm not taking the rap. Easy, put the phone down. Put the
4: phone down. Put the phone, down. easy.
1: So it was, Frank,
4: wasn't
5: it? He had nothing to do with it. Yeah,
1: sure he did. I knew there was more between y'all than just some backdoor romance. He probably pimped you out to call it in the first place. Ooh, how how to Dare you? Room. Oh, Come on,
0: no. Dad! Why don't you scream, huh? So I can tell the police about your boyfriend, Frank Green. Frank is my brother.
2: What? What? She's dating a brother? That is terrible. What a scandal!
0: What a scandal! No, you idiot! He's just my brother. What Tyrell has on me.
2: That's what Tyrell has on me. So, but who is she? Is she running for office? No, she was just going to marry the man who is running for office. Terrell. Carter. Carter. It's Carter. Mm-hmm. Tom Carter.
0: John uh, John Carter from Mars's brother.
2: Okay, wait. Uh, Todd Carter. Todd. Uh, Todd Carter. Carter. Okay, Todd I'm, Carter. I'm highlighting Todd Carter. Uh-oh. Albright finally has found Daphne. This has a long fucking time.
0: You know what? It was very easy route. They just went to Easy's. It was yeah, very easy, easy to find it. Right.
2: They spoke to Easy. Speak Easy. They speak Easy. He's like, don't shoot him. He's about to go to jail for the murder of two people we killed.
0: Way to say that out loud. <laughs> They took Jennifer with them.
2: Uh, yes. Because she's the prize. Yeah. I mean, she's missing. Carter wants her. Terrell wants her. She'll be taking, they'll be taking him t- to Terrell. He's the real bad guy here. I woke up Mouse and told me to take me to the breeze, because... Okay, so... <clears throat> Daphne's heritage potential scandal forced Carter to abandon his campaign but Daphne brought the pictures of McGee to blackmail Terrell into silence because oh. Daphne thinks that if if it he doesn't if it doesn't get out then they'll just get married. They love each other.
0: Oh no, Carl. The so way you say would... this this is a tragic ending, right?
2: Yeah. She's doing anything for love, you see. So now they're okay. Albright has taken Daphne. So basically, it's go find Daphne. Who knows where Daphne is? That bartender Joppy, right? Right. Joppy knows everything about Albright. That's how he introduced him to Albright. Blah blah blah.
0: Tom Sizemore is not on top of Donkey Kong's like platforms throwing barrels
2: at a. a (laughs) Now look got a gun that, see, Mouse gave him. Right. Like, you're coming with me. You're taking me to Albright. That's it.
0: No, it looks great. Carl, this is better than Hollywood bullshit. This looks really good.
2: Well, it's exactly Hollywood bullshit. I mean, if we were watching um uh Marty McFly right now, right? It would be. Right.
0: Well, Marty great-ish. McFly, that's. Marty McFly and the Gremlins was shot in the
2: Universal lot. Well, I was just using an example. Yeah. But by the way, I was thinking about, uh, like, if I was Marty McFly in that movie, I would have definitely fucked my mother. Really? Yeah, there she was. She was ready to go. Right. We, back she to the loom, my huh? name was Alvin.
0: Well, that's what your name. You you wrote that on your shirt. remember she
2: was sipping a flask and he's like you might regret it he's like you just sound like just like my mother and she's drinking she's ready to go man you blew it you blew it marty wasn't
0: she like an alcoholic in regular feature and then after he fixed everything she she was she stopped drinking
2: yes Mm -hmm.
0: and they own a bunch of like cars and cool shit they're like i
2: forgot to tell you a big 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 piece yeah please yeah let's talk about this movie yeah okay daphne will pay seven thousand dollars for those naked pictures basically she got like given thirty thousand dollars by the family to like leave town you know and that's the whole thing she thinks that the only thing holding them back from their love is the fact that she's half african-american so if she can suppress that they'll be back together the, the family of Todd Carter gave her $30,000 to get out of here, go back to, I forget the town that they're from, uh, The the her and Frank, to go back to where they came from. I forget what town that is. It's down south. So she'll give $7,000 if he gets those pictures. Gotcha. All right. This is how he makes forty seven. dollars hundred dollars but i disagree with the internet because there was a thousand and the seven thousand. Uh, oh yeah no no that's right he splits the money with mouse that's why okay okay plus like home
0: repairs you got to fix the bullet hole and clean <laughs> up the blood and you know those gangsters breaking your door in and shit like that and probably scuffed up the kitchen a bit
2: so wait so Joffy who's not a friend it's turning out has taken them to where Albright often takes people he wants to keep under, you know, wraps. So this ca- cabin. cabin. Uh, oh. Okay, so he left him alone with Mouse. And he's like, do not shoot him. Do not shoot him. Okay, so he has strict instructions not to shoot him. And oh, but you know that Mouse. The thing is, Mouse knows that, that Joppy's a liability now. You know, he knows. I don't know. That's not even really true. But he just knows Mouse. Don't shoot him. He knows what Mouse wants to do.
0: Mouse is going to shoot him then. Nope. No, all right. He's going to
2: strangle him. (laughs) He's going to be like, you said not to shoot him.
0: He kept his word.
2: Yeah.
0: If you're going to pick hairs, I would have just shot him. No
2: remorse. He really believes he kept his word. I absolutely did what you said. I think, I think. Or he does know and he's just playing along to, like, right? make an excuse that doesn't hold water and he knows it. But what else can he say? I don't know.
0: Yeah, right. If someone you know just killed someone, you're like, yeah, okay, all right. You're not going to say, hey, that wasn't cool.
2: Now, maybe, he told Mouse to would. stay at the car I'm sorry I'm interrupting you, Mike. He told Mouse to stay at the car, but we know for our plot he won't.
3: Right. And that's
2: good because it'll save, you know, he'll come in at the right moment, you know, that kind of thing. You were saying, though, I interrupted. Oh, no, I, I don't even remember. Now, look, they're playing with her hair. That's not nice. Not cool. Albright's henchman, but no Albright. Right. Look, they're going to burn her. I don't oh, know. Yeah. They want the pictures to give to Terrell. Oh, at least he attacks. They didn't get her, right? He shot? No, they didn't get her. He, he was like, I have to make a move or she's right. going to get burned. Pretty cool. Now, bullets can go right through wood. I don't see why they don't shoot at where they think he is standing let's see what's going on here that it's quiet it's so funny nobody wants to shoot (sighs) through a house got one that means got two really This, it's not funny. Do you hear the crickets? It's not funny.
0: Oh, do I hear the crickets? Of course I hear the crickets. I hear it every time.
2: All the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they ought I had this dream, Carl, that I was in Zootopia and yeah. I went to the cricket comedy club. And after every joke or cricket I said,
2: I said, Now look. Yeah. All right. He's killed them all. Yay. Because mouse showed up and just took care of the job.
0: Oh, so yeah. You know, he didn't really do it.
2: Mouse did it. Now, here's Albright. Oh, he's fucked up. Well, he's all shot and everything. It's almost oh. like he's drunk.
0: It's called acting. Maybe Tom <laughs> Sizemore was drunk. No, no, no yeah,
3: disrespect. That,
2: yeah. You just up drunk. A method. No, this method. is how I'm going to do my. You come on my that drunk. No, no, I, it was intentional.
0: I did the, the reality show that Tom Sizemore who passed away had is about him basically just being addicted to everything. It's just, and, and they try to get some interventions and they let the cameras in oh. there it's pretty brutal stuff. That. So it wasn't breaking Bonaducci, but it was something like that. It was like sizing Tom Sizemore or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, he did it maybe then he, he got some more work, you know? But there was a point where he wasn't able to get work because of this.
2: Yeah, that's uh, too bad to hear. I didn't know that. Okay, so basically, he has saved Daphne, okay? And she's saved her from getting burned in her blue dress. She's no devil, you see. She's no devil. Which is, yeah. Causing
0: a lot of trouble.
2: Now, comes back and... Where's Joppy? What's going on with Joppy? Uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll just play it for you. Yeah, please. He's right there. What do you mean? He's right there. He's resting.
0: Resting? What? Wake him up.
1: Didn't I just? I... <laughs> well, how am I gonna help you out if I'm, if I'm back here fool
0: around with him now? do you need information? He didn't want the guy dead.
2: Look, if you no. Kill, why'd you leave him with me? Do you hear right, what he said?
0: Easy. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: If you didn't want him killed. Then why'd you uh, leave yeah. him with me? He thought he was doing like he he's on the team. Come on, we gotta go easy. Now, she just can't believe the death, you know? She was tortured. She wasn't, to- I, it was mentally torturing, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, she went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Kidnapped, she didn't know what's gonna happen to her. She doesn't know the future. Okay, she they've given, she's given them the $7,000, and now Mouse is going home. All right. He's like, if you never need any help again, you're good-paying...
1: you ever have because
2: i know you're too big a fool to take your chef and that white girl in. hey man look if you need somebody to run them streets you again just give me a call yeah yeah okay you do know how to put yeah, some okay. money in my pocket you just give yeah, me yeah
0: anytime just, just give me a call not a problem
2: but i mean think about it like if somebody gave you forty thousand dollars i mean that's pretty much what they're taking home in their pockets right now Uh, am I, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the 4,500, where is it? I've got to have it somewhere. Yeah. No? Yeah. Ah, Easy earns a total of $4,700, roughly equivalent to $49,000 in 2018. Hmm. Do you know David Allen Greer? Who's that? He's from the In Living Color. Oh, he auditioned for Mouse. And I think he might have been a good mouse.
0: I've seen him some dramatic goals.
2: Why'd you leave him with me if you didn't want him killed easy? Can't you see it?
0: do Yeah,
2: I haven't really seen this movie, so it was cool to see this. Okay, now he is taking her back to Todd Carter. And Todd Carter is now rejecting her. Not I mean, because his family- it would, no. But listen, how bad this is. Not because it would get out that she was half black. It's because she's half black. Doesn't that his hurt?
0: Can- his family gave her money already. Like, yeah. If he was, if he wasn't a jerk, he would be like, "How dare you? Did my parents give you money? That's so not cool. God, that's so like them. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like my parents."
2: No, but he's the other way around. He is like his yeah. parents. He's like, get out of here. And now he's going to pay easy. So help me see if it's $800, okay. what he's owed. When he said take it all, he wouldn't pay him, right, if he didn't say.
0: So he got $200, and now he's going to get the 800 I
2: I don't know. Let's listen. Okay, yeah. you're right. So, why did he say, here, take it all, take it all? Remember? Well, he had $200 in his pocket.
0: And yeah. he went, you know what? Here, take it all. $200. No, but
2: don't you remember? He pulled it out, gave him $200, yeah. we thought. And then he goes, no, take it all. Remember? Maybe it was a mistake in the shooting, the script, or.
0: You know, he could just be like, I want you out of here and, and you gone. Just here's
2: the 800 now here's the kicker to the movie. Here's the better thing he got than he expected. Bunch of money. He says, here is the Bible. Here are all of the pictures that you've got this against Terrell now, and this will get you back in the race. And in exchange, no more cops, no more people. You know, you've got the mayor incumbent in your pocket. You got the cops in your pocket. I want total leave me the fuck alone while he's in, while you're in office. Great.
0: Oh, of the movies wrap, and then he's going to open up a detective aids to see. He goes, "I can't wait for the exciting adventures that will happen to me <laughs> week
2: great. after week on ABC <laughs> this summer, this uh, this autumn." Easy peasy, <laughs> easy right? Starring, starring um, not that Lawrence. Washington. What's his name? Who played? Um, my bad, my man, Lawrence. Ah, uh, fuck it, Michael Lawrence. Uh.
0: Lawrence
2: Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, yeah, easy. <laughs> Daphne!
0: All right, so this is, are they going to fall in love? No, they got to no. go several ways. No,
2: this is our melancholy exit.
0: He did have sex in this movie.
2: Yes, with Coretta. Right. Popped her to death.
0: That was just a coincidence, Carl. Yeah, it was. It was.
2: I dropped her off at her brother's
1: apartment, a fourplex on Dinker Street. Dink. A- me a story on the way home. Dink. Like a
2: dinkadoo. A dinkadoo. A A movie.
1: Hanks from Lake Charles, Louisiana.
2: Lake Charles, Louisiana. That's it. So now she and her brother are going to leave town and head back to Charleston. You know,
0: another broken dream from Hollywood.
2: <laughs> kind of. Like, it's even though it was a broken dream story, and she's heading home. She was in the movie, right? Now look,
0: hey. season,
2: thats you. Spell it S H O O, and you know a newspaper wouldn't have
0: Shuwin. You know. But no, maybe Shuwin was spelled like maybe the the phrase. You think like Shuwin is like he shoe? Come on in, come on in, right? Like shoe, I'm shoeing you in.
2: Uh, I don't. It is the word shoe, like get out of here, but I don't understand what it means. But yeah, it's S H O O. I think it might be us. A... Leaving him alone.
0: Right. So, ha ha, cops. I guess this is the gif of him looking at him. Yeah. Like, the so Now it's like, what are you going to
2: do now? Easy. You find a job? No, I think I'll become a private. Job. Let's. Put
1: yeah. money saved up, invest in some real estate, going to business for myself private investigating trouble doing that
2: like a man told me once step out your door in the morning you're already in trouble oh that's what Tom Sizemore said not, that's, that's right the man a man he killed oh that's nasty beer so, this is the end of our film and he is you know now going to be launching a career as a private detective Other novels followed, uh, other books followed, and ABC seriously considered shooting a pilot and making this into a serial uh, show for a a minimum of a season. Now, it's just a wrap-up to the chopping-down guy. Just like we started our film, we're going to end it. You know, I'm never
0: a big fan of watching a movie knowing it's going to become a TV show. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we... No, but knowing it's gonna be like big hero six, you know, it's gonna be a, a Disney cartoon show with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just so, and then when other movies are like, oh, hey, it's the pal, I don't know. I, I, I don't appreciate it, but I can, I can get this. Like it is a series of novels.
2: I don't know why it didn't become one though. I mean, it had, I don't know. It, yeah. Were there other easy Rollin' movies? no thinking. there was books though you're yeah. right that could have become a regular character of his or something for some reason it just wasn't a strong enough franchise for anybody to actually roll with it but he did get this origin story made as a movie
0: right now he gets bit by the spider you know mm-hmm. i want to do a movie where it ends with the guy's parents get shot in an alley and then as as the pearls of his mother falls to the ground the kid looks up and then a spider bites him
2: <laughs> it's a good one.
0: Yeah. All right. But this movie is a little more chill. It's got to end with the neighborhood. Nice pan out of the forties.
2: Yeah. Now that's just what I meant. Like what we're seeing on the streets. We're just making the assumption.
0: It's, it's a black the- neighborhood. You know, he owns a house here. This is the forties. This is where he's from. And does it exist now? You know, what have you? It's that's how the movie ends.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Carl, so this I, is a good movie. I, I like this. I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I normally go, Carl, what you think of this movie? But I'm going to just step out and say, that was fun. Cool. Wait, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Good movie. I, Check I off did, the list.
2: The end credits, do you think it's disrespectful to watch, to not watch?
0: Well, I do watch the, all the entirety of the credits because I like to, uh, one, like, I mean, I might skip 30 seconds depending on how S- SFX heavy the credits are, but I do like at the end where you get to see if they were watching a movie that the, they've referenced the movie, they credit it. You right. Know, I don't mind. I saw like we watched one hour, and 40 minutes of it. What's another three minutes to me, you can right. see people evolve. But I do look for like the, the music credits at the end, what songs played. I do look to where it's shot on location. I do mm. look for if there's a, uh, a poster, I, you know, they have to credit the artist or whatever, and then I, at the end that stuff, they have these thanks and special thanks at the end of the movies. To I, me, it's not really thanking you. It's saying we fucked you over somehow and <laughs> you're not getting a real credit. So thanks, you know, or <laughs> we had to put up with you, but here's our little credit at the end Yeah,
2: at the yeah. way ass yeah. end when, right. Like you gave us money yeah,
0: it was a, God, what, I was trying to think of what movie. It was a Kevin Smith movie where he kickstarted it or something and he listed everybody at the end, like you paid for this movie. <laughs> oh, or it might've been like, you joined my face, my, MySpace page. I forget what it was, but it was like kind of made light of it. See, here we go. This is what I want to know. Filled entirely in Los Angeles. Who did you think? The mayor had to do, approve it. The film bureau had to thank it. Right there. Well, look, there courtesy of Bill, Bill Cosby.
3: Cosby.
0: Wow. wow! That image is courtesy of that. And then we have the soundtrack listing. There's all the songs. Who's the yes, pe- I always check performed. I always look at the perform. Like I have, and when they go by quickly, you got to quickly look, see, you know,
2: Ellington.
0: Ellington. Yeah. Some movies, like the soundtrack, you're like, yeah, I'll just listen to the soundtrack. It's all great songs. <laughs> All right, Carl, I think, well, you, we'll watch till the end, I guess.
2: I guess. Yeah.
0: Yes. Usually they do the song credits and then they do the film on location.
2: All right. Let me tell you the tags. All right. In a world divided by black and white, EZ Rollins is about to cross the line. Cool. Private detective early, EZ Rollins has been caught in the wrong side of the most dangerous secret in town. All
0: right. see color lenses. Dolby, this
2: was released September sag September Toronto International Film Festival, September 29th in the U.S. The locations were all Los Angeles, and that's no surprise. Denzel Washington, Jefferson, Be- Jeff- Jennifer Beals would later appear in the Book of Eli. Denzel Washington oh, yeah, right. would later appear in Flight. In what? Light, uh, when he light,
0: was, oh, I saw that, yeah. I'm um, flying, uh, well, it was he should have just kept held on to the bottles, if you ask me. All right, wow, so that has been Devil with in the Blue Dress from 1995. Carl Franken directed Denzel Washington starred, uh, along with Beals and Tom Sizemore. We just Gino. saw a really good movie, huh? Take that, and we watched why it was on YouTube, and why did we watch it? Cause we like to let us watch a full length movie on YouTube. That's what we do. And we'll be doing this again next week. So let's stream it first Sunday at meet In fact, if you're listening now, stay tuned, Some great stuff coming up and also check out their website. They do live comedy Fridays and Mondays. And then also subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out in a couple days. We'll be back. Uh, Carl, great pleasure. And people you. check out Carl at carlsucks.com. Check out his uh, comedy shows in New in Jersey. Yeah. I'm on threads. How about that? Spiegel Mania.
2: You're on IMDB, man. You got it going on. You just show Hell up on. on game shows. Come on, man. Don't sell your All shows. All
0: right. All right. Yeah, check me out. It's called Taekwondo. Oh. That was <laughs> it, my episode of People Puzzler that aired in March. It should be on pay-per-view right now. Okay. That's our show. We'll see you guys next week. Take care
2: watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike
3: Spiegelman.
2: Hi, this is Carl. Uh, I, I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and daisy. Love to pee outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the old oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full length.
5: What's up, you guys? This is Emily Rudolph, host of the Badgers and Jam podcast and comedian in San Francisco, marketing specialist of sorts. I am here today with a brand new episode for you. Don't forget, we record these episodes live at Mutiny Radio on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. So you can tune in there or make sure to subscribe here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever Apple, whatever. Yeah, cool. That was good. Wherever you wherever you listen to podcasts, my friends. And this week I have my good friend, Nicholas Gonzaga. He is an incredibly unique filmmaker and creator. I've known him for quite a while. We actually had a community radio show together. He started it and brought me into it when it was hosted out of an abandoned school nurse's office in downtown Phoenix, which is so cool. And we'll get into that more on this episode. Nick even does a couple of impressions for us, which are my favorite. I love his impressions. They are phenomenal, like top-notch impressions. And he even tells a story about like how these different voices of different characters come together to create this one ultimate impression. So listen in for that. We also talk about how David Blaine is weird. Did I mention I've got Raphael Wolfgang in the studio with me too? Fellow comedian and my partner in crime. Yeah. So if any of that interests you, make sure to listen in. I will be making sure to get a new episode up for you guys every week. As of this week, there's just been some changes to our recording situation and schedule. So things are going to be shifting a little bit over the next few months, but it will all be good things. So more regular episodes, hopefully some mini-sodes coming and video is ultimately where I would love to go with this so you guys can see what's happening. And we'll get some more regular guests happening on air. But in the meantime, tune into this awesome episode with Nick, an old friend of mine. It's a great look into kind of the story of why this podcast was created. And I've got some fun guests for future episodes already recorded and in the queue for you guys. So make sure to tune in next week. Nick hosted with me on a KDIF uh, in Arizona, which was dope ra- we had a dope radio show called "Gons After Curfew," and it was out of like an abandoned school nurse's office, which was really you started that and brought me into it. It was not my thing; that was all you. And then you kind of like introduced. Yeah, me I was to gonna this. say, you were. <laughs> the
4: show was like named after me, wasn't
5: it? Oh yeah, it was named after you. But like you yeah. know, it was our like it was our thing. Aside from like,
4: truthfully, you, I could not have done it without you. Yeah, I'm not you, a good computer guy
5: you had these like amazing bursts of inspiration and you would just stay there for like six hours after we would record a show and you would like you called me one night and you were like i scrapped the whole recording of our show when i put together this thing called the watergate episode and i was like what <laughs> it was awesome though yeah. it was really dope but yeah it was uh it was cool you were the you were really the the driving force behind like every show's itinerary theme and like talking points and i was really like designing and kind of documenting everything and then also they talking with you but you really brought the show
4: i i did my best i did my best i had some good ideas shit man i, I wish they would have paid us for it because i would have done it forever and i feel like you and me were the only ones like trying to do anything with that i remember we got like in touch with the news and they were like yeah we want to come down to the station and, like do a story about your radio station and they were like oh no don't don't invite anybody here i'm like no but there's four people listening and two of them work here so <laughs> <laughs> do you want exposure <laughs> like
5: rafael is also laughing at that <laughs> yeah mm. that's like kind of we like I was just talking to the host that is on the show before me. She has Peace Drums. Her name is Joan. She's really cool. Or, like, her show is is called Peace Drums. And (laughs) we were just saying, like, we need to get some, some good data on how many people are listening because we joke and be like, we don't know how many people are actually listening, but then we have like comedians who will, you know, write in and, and chat when there's technical issues. So like, we know that we have a community around us, but yeah, like I want to get more exposure too. we had an open mic though, where a taxi driver drove by the station and he was like, I'm listening to the open mic right now in in the cab, which was so dope. What? What? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, on the street. Cool. It was really, I think Raphael might've been the one on stage when it happened.
4: Yeah, I think at KDIF, we had like a one mile radius of like a band. I don't know what you would call it, but it didn't get very far. If you passed baseline, you couldn't hear the station anymore. So
5: (laughs) I know. I had a
4: one mile listening radius.
5: I had a couple of people who were like, I can't, it's not working for me. And I was like, Well, you're too far. I don't know what to tell you.
4: (laughs) Yeah you got to tune in on the internet. Otherwise, you can't hear it on, like, the real radio, even though, like, we're a radio station, So you're going to get, like, listener data, and then it's going to turn out Emily's like, the good news is we have a following. The bad news is they're all damn dirty, hips, no money.
5: I mean, that's the same. It seems like no matter where you start a radio show, that seems to kind of be the case. (laughs) We're calling, you're calling us right now, you're calling the Deep Mission of San Francisco. So it's really not that different from the vibe that we had in South Phoenix.
4: Deep Mission sounds like a porno.
5: It kind of is, on the streets.
4: (laughs) Yeah, two
1: girls, one cup.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking uh, Speaking of pornos, you've been making some cool videos lately. Yeah, <laughs>
1: what
4: <laughs> I have with the company that I, that I manage the warehouse for, um, they have, well, uh, our marketing is not very good. So I was like, yeah, I could probably put something together. And I, I made a few videos and they're like, holy shit, this is really good. Can you do more? And I was like, well, can you pay more?
5: So, <laughs> so they are paying so- for that. That's awesome.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm you know, I'm billing them. I, I'm technically a contractor, so billing for it. But you know, I could be getting paid more since uh, since I started doing it. Our our sales have have definitely shot up because our uh, our Instagram presence and Facebook and TikTok are are getting a lot more views since I started producing content. So, so that's always a good thing. I could always use the- You left holes in my socks I guess so
5: (laughs) yeah oh yeah that's the truth I mean that's it it's interesting that you bring that up because it's like part of the whole the idea behind this show right is talking about things like that that kind of apply to all different crafts you know but also apply to comedy because we do a lot of comedy here at uh, Mutiny but it's like that's true for for pretty much anything right is impact of like doing that kind of self-promotion but then it's also like what is the impact on you and like your creativity and your personal life which I want to get into I was going to say too like how we met for everybody listening it's pretty funny <laughs> yeah. do you want to do you want to describe that or should I describe? you know I have a joke about that place now
4: yeah you were like uh, Jesus Christ Emily was a literal child oh, okay that's how we're going <laughs> started working at this office um, changed. that I worked at It was a terrible job. It was a terrible job. Uh, but Emily started working there and then she was, uh, like the only one that was under 40. So <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Hey, you're a good computer person. We could use someone who is good with computers. So you yes, used you, to, I think you started on the phones with the rest of us peasants. And then you got booted up to live chat and then i came shortly after because they're like oh this guy we got to keep him away from like the general public (laughs) and then um and then (laughs) yeah that was a wild ride yeah that place is they're out of business which is funny i don't Mm -hmm. know if you remember i wrote that like seven page fucking resignation letter (laughs) oh
5: my god you should honestly you should tell that story. this is the greatest quitting i've ever seen of somebody in a business And I do have a talk about this, and it includes, like, it includes sending the guy the hamburger ingredients on live chat, like PSAPs, throwing key cards at me, everything.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, that was wild. I I remember, like, the last, like, six months we were there, I just didn't give a fuck. And you were smart. You left before all of us. You are like, all right, I'm doing something else. And I, I remember we used to, like, harass you on Facebook and send you, like, Photo, like a little screen grabs of your email that was like Emily has been away from her live chat or from her uh, uh, instant messenger for seventy two days. <laughs> We'd just be like, "Where are you at?" Oh, and then you like had that typo in your name too. It said e-mail-y. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, when I resigned, I did it pretty smart. What I did was I found another job, and then the day I was supposed to start the new. I had like 108 hours of PTO saved up. So I convinced like the new manager that I was going to take like a two week vacation. And then when all of the vacation time was like spent, I just started calling out sick every day until all of my sick time was spent. And then like the day I came back, I was planning on quitting around noon at lunch, but I was so hungover I just said, fuck it and hit send on that email that I drafted like, for the the previous like seven months, and I sent it like nationwide to the entire, literally like everybody in the entire. It was
5: company. a work of art. It was so many paragraphs, and it was very well spoken. Like I was the first time I felt like I really. I've seen you shine a few times, like when you do impressions or you really fucked with like one of the managers. But you know, besides that.
4: Yeah. Oh man, that, that's still one of my proudest moments with quitting that job, and then when that, like, the manager that was supposed to take over. By the way, I found out from a mutual friend of ours who was in a supervisor position. He told me that morning, he goes, dude, just FYI, when Jen takes over in a few days, like, she is planning on shit canning you. So you whatever you're going to do, you better do it quick. <laughs> if I was smart, I would have let her fucking fire me because then I could have collected employment. But I didn't do shit. I already started a new job. And I was getting double paychecks for, like... For like almost a month, like leading up to quitting. So I quit and then she, I saw her like coming down the hallway. So I told her to go fuck herself and then I lit a cigarette just as the elevator doors were closing.
5: FYI, guys, then, this is not a bit. This is really Nick's life. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then as soon as the doors opened again when I got to the ground floor, I was like, oh, shit, she is petty enough to call the cops because I remember they had just outlawed smoking in Arizona around then. So I just ran for my life for the bus stop. And uh, it was like an Indiana Jones movie. It just showed up right when I needed, it. <laughs> and then I got on the bus and then I went home. And, yeah, I threw up, like, you know, shortly after I got off the bus because I had to run and I was hungover. <laughs> so oh, shit. That's how that went. And now they're bankrupt. And their clothes, and um, yeah, all of those people can eat a dick.
5: Yeah, (laughs) the like the the comic value in your resignation letter was so strong, and that's what's Mm. that's why. So I wanted to have you on the show just because I think you're such an interesting, like, human. You know, but it's also it's hard to know what to call you because you creatively reinvent yourself like every so often, you know, in different ways, and. Like what the last time I saw you in person it was for like a video game night and then you played the didgeridoo for us but then like, <laughs> Rappy's like yeah cuz Rappy Rappy plays the didgeridoo for sleep apnea
4: <laughs> Oh nice <laughs> Okay well, you That's didn't have funny.
1: to make it sound less cool <laughs>
5: I paused to yeah. see you to me, I just <laughs>
1: I put, well, the uh, Rocky secret Robbie plays, to, a, Rocky plays a, di- a didgeridoo to cure his erectile dysfunction.
5: <laughs> that's
4: worse. You, yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. But uh, what I was going to say is the secret <laughs> to constantly reinventing myself is continuous periodic trauma. That's the secret, folks.
5: <laughs> that's also the secret to becoming a comedian. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: too is it. just uh have your life ruined over and over again and then make fun of
5: it. We did, uh, we got into some like serious topics last week that I didn't even like. I asked, I had two other local comedians on that. Ravi and I are, we love as friends, but also think are very talented. Emma Brennan and Mark Neuer were here. And I was asking them how they got into comedy, and we ended up like getting into some real shit. Cause it's always, it feels like it's always real shit behind some things that you think would be the most lighthearted drafts, right? Like, that may not be the most eloquent way to say it, but, like, I was watching... I binge-watch weird stuff on YouTube all the time, and I was watching uh, David, the secret, the truth, or whatever dark truth behind David Blaine's magic. Uh-huh. And, yeah, that dude has, like, a seriously dark past. Just like Yeah, he's a weirdy. Yeah. I mean, he's it's cool, but it's, like, it's wild, you know? Like, he's been through a lot of pain. I think that's just, mm-hmm. like, a commonality. David Blaine is a creep. Like <laughs> if like have you seen
1: interviews with him, he is a creepy man. <laughs> like if he Hot wasn't like in a, Rafi. if he wasn't an incredible magician, uh, dude. Have you seen interviews with him? He talks like fucking I don't know. He's got like this real slow drawl, and he's got these. I mean, he's put
5: himself through some incredible things. Like he has to have brain damage. All all I'm
1: saying is I oh I, dude,
4: one thousand.
1: ninety percent confident women get uncomfortable around
4: David Blaine. <laughs> and and
5: one thousand percent. One thousand percent. You'd be an. On- the, of the, that. You know,
4: yeah, if he wasn't an incredible magician, I would be like guy on a fucking watch list or like <laughs> is he legally allowed to be around the school?
1: Yeah, like his he has the personality of a sex offender. It's unbelievable.
4: Mm. <laughs> he has the uh he has the sex appeal of a school bus fire.
5: This is when I really need my Chris Hansen impression to be better. I've been
4: working on it.
5: A little bit, yeah. Yeah.
4: I love you he's you, you,
5: pictures a- from your webcam, Nick. Are you sure? Oh, that's pretty good.
4: <laughs> no, Chris has like, like, I'm looking at the transcripts. It says, I'd like to see you in cowboy boots.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yes. You're, you've always that been the best. Good. and He's always been the best at impressions. And he used to make weird voices of me at the call center, too. And we were laughing earlier because <laughs> he said 2.0, ready to go. And we used to work next to each other on the phones and it was like like I considered stabbing myself in the eye with a pencil like multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. And Nick would all be 2.0, ready to go. And he would like turn around in his chair and like slap his stomach at me. And, <laughs> and I, you were like saying weird stuff about feet for a while and then I wore flip flops and I was like, I don't have cute feet. And you were like, brr, you made this horrible noise and you like spun around in your chair. <laughs>
4: yeah, I did but you know i've grown and matured you know all i can say to that is hell yeah i suck toes
5: <laughs> no that's getting chopped up for an audio clip later 100 <laughs> percent.
4: Man bros got a hat by the way emily i just got a hat for my birthday and it's a picture of zoidberg in the rowboat, and it just says i broke your television
5: i was about to be like will you do zoidberg
4: you want like the full Zoidberg story?
5: You don't have to do the whole story. I was just gonna be like, will you just like bust out something weird? I don't know.
4: I mean, I could bust it out, but I think the story is important. Okay, so, all right, <laughs> I'll, I'll give the I'll try to give the abridged version here. So, this, this the guy is who Zoidberg's... does Zoidberg's voice, Billy West, he 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 used two different voices to make Zoidberg's voice. So the first one is is a an actor named Ed Wynn, who like he played the He played the Mad Hatter for, like, Disney's uh, Alice in Wonderland. So, he's the guy that's like, Happy (laughs) birthday! (laughs) Wait. uh, But then, there's also Lou Jacoby, who was in this movie, and he has, like, a really deep, like, marble mouth kind of voice that's like, I'm sorry, I stole from the children. So, Lou Jacoby's one of the voices. But then, the other voice... um, The other voice is... Oh, Christ, if I can remember who it is, it was another another famous actor. But anyway, you put the two together. I fucked the whole thing up. Whatever, you can scrap it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. But, but the other voice, I can't remember the guy's name, but but anyway, you put the two voices together, and you get, Young lady, bring me a sandwich from the dumpster. <laughs> it's like, Marquette, maybe.
5: It's awesome, That's right? A really good impression, damn. <laughs> I've been telling yeah, you for a while. One. You do good ones, yeah,
4: yeah. Um, George Jessel was the other voice. He he'd like he was like a vaudeville actor too, but he would be like uh, he would tell these like really shitty corny jokes that were like really edgy in the 30s they so He'd be like, "Hello, Mama, it's me, your son George from the like you know, his mom forgot who he is, and then yeah, you know, you mix that with Lou Jacoby. That's like I'm sorry, that I stole from the children, and that's how you get young lady, bring me a sandwich from the dumpster.
5: Dude, they're so good. That's like your best one, right? You, who was it that did the Family Guy one? That was um, that was one of the guys from Calabrese, right? Oh, you know what I didn't? Show? Oh, Bob. Yeah,
4: Bob does a really good Joe. Yes. Yeah, Bob does a really good Joe from Family Guy. And then one of my new ones is just Larry from The Three Stooges. <laughs>
5: are you about to do Be
4: it. Be careful, Moe. <laughs> <laughs> <'em. She> him. <laughs> hey, Mo, I broke <laughs>
1: the Dude, I couldn't even tell if that was a good impression or not. I haven't seen The Three Stooges since 1930. It was a good impression. Was
4: it? <laughs> Wait, how old are you? 26 oh, oh right you guys are you're a child well i where'd you find him emily you've been hanging out the fucking preschool
5: okay <laughs> and now i've been out it on the radio <laughs> no,
4: no that was no, the whole no. thing where, like when we started working together i think i was 26 and emily was like 17 and that was that was like me and Ezra's job was like to keep the creepy Mormons away from Emily.
5: <laughs> there was one creepy Mormon, so, um, and you guys didn't keep him away from me. I made up a story and left his apartment.
4: <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, I forgot that you like hung out with him. I was like, why did you do that?
5: Just because he see, he was very earnest. I don't know. Yeah. But then he was, was uh, like, this dude is like, just, fair. I just, look, I don't want to out somebody on the radio for something embarrassing. No,
4: yeah, he but. deleted me, like, in, what, he deleted me after Obama got reelected.
5: Well, he, like, quit his job and then decided to go work at Jimmy John's, which honestly- Wait, where did he go work? Jimmy John's. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah.
4: But. I remember he was, like, such a bro- but, like, he was, like, fully, like, he was, like, fully committed to, like, the religion in the sense that, like, he didn't drink caffeine, like, no Red Bull or coffee or anything like that. He didn't smoke weed, but he was, like, such a bro. And I was, like, are you sure you don't smoke weed? And he was, like, yeah, bro, I don't do any of that stuff.
5: He really did, yeah, looking back now, it does, he does seem like the type of person who would have, but.
4: yeah. Well, I thought he did, but I guess he didn't, but that's neither here nor there. I wonder if he makes a good
5: sandwich. <laughs> Hopefully. At least he's risen to I mean, that you think good standard in life. So <laughs> why, what gets you so interested in like studying, like the blending of the voices that go into a character or like, what are some great characters that inspire you?
4: You know, um, I think a big part of it was like, did you ever see the movie Cable Guy?
5: Uh, I think so. Maybe Uh, once if I saw it, but I mean, I don't like vividly remember it.
4: So part of the story of that movie is that like his his mom was never home. So all he did was watch TV. And that was kind of like how I grew up. It was like very little supervision, which in part kind of explains why I was such a feral child. But I, like I grew up listening to the radio and watching TV and like trying to mimic just trying to mimic everything that I saw and heard. And I mean, if you would have told me 30 years ago when I was like eight years old, that, that you know somebody would eventually pay me to do shit like this, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have believed it, albeit, you know, it's not like I'm making Jeff Ross money or anything. But, um,
5: bro, Jeff Ross is yeah, the weirdest example. <laughs> that guy is like a lizard now. I mean, he's rich as fuck, <laughs> but, like, he's so weird.
0: <laughs> Dude, he doesn't it's even look ten, years, <laughs> 10
4: years ago. <laughs> just if just I would have know. said, not like I'm making Jeff Ross money. People would have laughed. But, geez, that fucker's blown up since Norm and Bob and Gilbert all died. Yeah. We should open up an FBI file into Jeff Ross. He probably killed those fuckers. But anyway. <laughs> I just, like, I just grew up mimicking all that stuff. I remember, like, like the Three Stooges thing was one of them. Just, uh, like, one of them I've been playing with lately is, is Vincent Price. You know who Vincent Price is? I could. He died way before you guys were born. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely before your boyfriend was born. But uh, okay. <laughs> Vincent Price, Vincent Price was, he was, like, he was always in scary movies, so he's the main star in like the original House on Haunted Hill, the Wax Museum, all these old scary movies from like the fifties and sixties, and he would be in um, uh, he would be in these scary movies with like Boris Karloff and and Peter Lorre, um, and Peter Lorre is the guy who Billy West modeled. Wren's voice from Ren and Stimpy. that's that's actually a funny segue. So Wren is, is modeled after Peter Laurie and and Stimpy is actually a very happy Larry from the Three Stooges. So instead of like, uh, Christ, how do I say? So if you really listen to it to Ren and Stimpy, you can tell it's just a hyped up Larry from the Three Stooges. So it's like instead of happy, happy, joy, joy, it's like. Happy, happy, joy, joy, and then uh, Peter Laurie is is basically Ren. Um, but anyway, so Vincent Price was in all these old like scary movies, and and he would say something like, uh, "Oh, come now, dear, let us move on to the dirigible," or something, <laughs> something <laughs> like that.
5: I enjoy these so much. I just want to like club them all together later and like put them all back to back. <laughs> so, uh. oh,
4: well, I remember we had. We had kind of a learning curve when we started at KDIF too. I was like, "Wait, so we didn't record any of this?"
5: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my no, god. You didn't record any. That was that was the worst when the show wasn't recorded. They have a pretty good system for that here. Like, uh, it it automatically like uploads the sh- the show. I mean, obviously, like you could be listening to it right now, but as soon as it's over, there's also a downloadable file. Um, and oh, like, okay. yeah, and then it's we have a backup saved to the computer. So. Um, like later tonight, if you go, if anybody wants to listen to this and you go to mutiny.fm and you go to shows and then you just go to the index, you can click on Badgers and Jam and all the episodes are in there. For some reason, the first episode on that list is not real. I think it was like, because it's they were not singing. real. The first ep- the first episode on there is like not, I think it was just that time slot from the week before we started. It's not a perfect system. You guys, you know, we're a tiny station, but the, the